Hey, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hey, this is Mike. Welcome to A Moment with Eminem J. Hi, Mary Jo. Hi, Mike. Say hi, Mike. <laughs> hey, we're going to have some fun tonight. Yeah, I'm already lit, so be careful. <laughs> so anyway, we have... We Do you have... hear the chuckling in the background? I'm excited about that. We have Mike and Kay Martin on the phone. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, happiness. I hey, welcome, it. you guys. Glad to have you on with us tonight. I'm not Thank strange. Thank you. I'm not strange at all. No. <laughs> we are excited. Yes. Well, I uh, got I got up. When, when did you post that, Kay? Was that Friday morning? The one about Ezra? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. I believe it was. Let me look. It was, um, it was the right. 30th. It was, it was Friday. What was the 30th? It was Friday. 30th. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, the 30th actually was yesterday, no. which is which is fine. No, it was not, brother. No. no. Yeah. Friday's the 30th. Saturday's the 31st. Oh, that's right. The There's 31 days in July. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes. So this was the one. <laughs> this was about Psalm 91 too, right? That was yesterday, yep. There yesterday was, was powerful too but that i was, think the ezra one was the one that we were talking about is that right mary joe i thought it was the psalm 91 one okay do you have it up handy if not i'm just going to go ahead and uh pull it up here quick i have i have two i have i have my written notes not not what i put on facebook but it's the same close. yeah would you mind sharing that uh with everybody that somebody you know some of the listeners may not have uh may not have seen that I'd love to. Do you want me to? You want me to go ahead and just read it? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's have you read it, and then let's chat about it. Okay, Ezra nine through ten. Was Ezra? Uh, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to need to get it up on my phone because I can't read my own hand. Hey, my precious, my precious wife. She writes so small to get everything she wants to say in a tiny, tiny, you know, space. And then when you decide to go back and read it, it's so tiny, it's difficult to read. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. here it is. But Kate's got it up hey, right now. I have never okay. done anything like that, guys, where I can't read my own handwriting. Never, never. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. Was Ezra being a bit dramatic to make such a big deal about the remnant who were allowed to go back to the land and rebuild the temple, intermarrying with the pagan nations who were around them? From the beginning, God had commanded them to come out from among them and be separate unto him. They were his holy people, and he knew that alliances with nations who didn't acknowledge him as the one true God would lead them astray and out of his protection and blessing. Ezra had to deal with it decisively and completely so that they wouldn't be compromised spiritually and physically. How does this relate to us today? I love how Priscilla Shirer put it in her Elijah Bible study, explaining why Elijah had to kill all the prophets of Baal and Asherah. She encouraged us to consider our own lives for areas that we might have left unattended that would keep the fire of God from burning brightly in our lives. We must get rid of any habits 
affiliation, attitude, or life direction that is simply too toxic and needs to be obliterated in our lives, not in bits and pieces, but in total. Despite how harsh, excessive, drastic, or merely unnecessary this total severing may appear, honoring him by your obedience will save you from future issues you cannot, but he can, foresee. If there are things we need to separate ourselves from, Ezra 10, 2-4 says, There is hope. Be strong and take action. Mm-hmm. Let's be those who are holy and holy, set apart and committed to the Lord, whose fire is burning brightly, walking in his blessing and protection, and demonstrating his power and love to the world around us. Boom. That's so good. That yeah. was so rich. So as you said, you were talking, you two were talking individually about this? We were talking about it because we were, we were talking about other instances where um, we talked about how in, was it First Samuel, where um, God had um, sent, uh, Saul was supposed to kill all the Amalekites. Right. But right. he didn't. He saved the king. He saved um, the best of the sheep. He, you know, he did not get rid of every one of them. Right. Mm-hmm. And it ended up coming back to bite them. Yo. The Amalekites were the people who burned down Ziklag, where David was, where Yo. they, you know, took the wives and the children and all their stuff. And had they been all killed off, Idiot. that would not have happened. And then in another instance, they were supposed to kill all the Midianites. But they ended up, and this was in numbers, I believe, they ended up saving the women. Mm -hmm. And those women led them into Baal worship. Their nation came back bigger and stronger than ever before. And finally, um, God had to raise up Gideon to, you know, go against the Midianites and save them from them. But had they not done that, had they gotten rid of those, you know, the Midianites, that would never have happened. And so we were just talking about how there are, if there are things in our lives, like habits, attitudes, we were looking in Galatians 5 mm-hmm. at what the works of the flesh are. And if we're allowing any of those things to be, you know, kept alive in our lives, right. then... Um, it's going to come back to bite us. Yeah. Um, Mike was going to, he had a list of those things. I was just going to see if Mike could read something, either Galatians or that list would be awesome. Well, uh, I looked it up in the New King James, the Passion, and then uh, the New Living. But out of the Passion, it's like, oh my goodness gracious. What so scripture is it, Mike? Galatians 5, okay. 19. Um, this, is, this is totally amazing. Um, the behavior of self-life, of the self-life, is obvious. Sexual immorality, lustful thought, pornography, chasing after things instead of God, um, manipulating others, Hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, 
resentment with others, uh, resentment when others are favored, temper tantrums, angry quarrels, only thinking of yourself, being in love with your own opinions, <laughs> being envious of the blessings of others, murder, uncontrolled addictions, wild parties, and all other similar behavior. Wow. wow. That's, that's quite a list. That's kind of a laundry <laughs> list, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is, and it puts it into what we're de- what we all-inclusive terminology now, what we deal with today. Yes. Uh, there is not a spirit of anger. Hey, that's a work of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at this list in, from various versions, things that people have called spirit are work of the flesh. Okay. Which means the work of the flesh, and he, you know, all goes on the state, you know, that uh, I've already warned you about all these things. And uh, we can, people can use their freedom, you know, to inherit the kingdom of God. They can use that freedom as a license to do all this. Then he talks about, you know, but if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill these things. Right. And so there's, it's really a very interesting terminology used in all of this. And based on what, you know, Kay had written. And so the fire of God and all of that uh, is, is just really interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, that's, that's amazing. So you have, I have heard people minister as far as um, anger being a, like potentially a demonic type entity mm-hmm. or influence. Mm-hmm. So do you think that happens sometimes or not, or? Well, they can, they can be influenced by that, but clearly in all the versions I've read, even King James and the various versions I've actually read of this scripture, it all states these are the works of the flesh. Okay. Okay. Which, and one of the things that I've heard uh, talked about is, you know, we got to cast that spirit of murder out of you. There is no such thing as a spirit of murder. It's a, it's a demonic spirit of, of death is what it is. It's not murder, it's right. death. Right. Uh, and so murder is an issue of the heart, which means it's the work of the flesh. So all of these things are work of the flesh that according to, you go into uh, earlier in Galatians, Galatians chapter 3, Christ has redeemed us. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. We've been redeemed. God has made a way. Second Corinthians ten thirteen, I think. You know, there is no temptation that's taken you, it, but it's such as common to man. But with the temptation, God's made a way to escape it. So, um, I I know from personal experience what a um, oh. It's, it's not a spirit of murder, but a spirit of death looks like because there was one point in time in my life I was willing to kill somebody. Uh-huh. I was willing to go to jail because I was going to kill this person mm-hmm. if I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I knew it. And I knew that was not right. And I had to have God 
clean out my fleshly thoughts and evil desires for this individual. Right. Okay. Which which he did, mm-hmm. but you got what was you going to say, honey? Well, I was going to say that I think that leads right into the Psalm ninety-one. Mm-hmm. I really do because um, when when you are in the secret place of the Most High, that's where these things have been eradicated. Right. That's where you are trusting in God with your whole heart, your whole soul, your whole mind, your strength. You're only putting your trust in Him and no one else. Right. So I think that kind of leads into that. Um, it does. It's such a contrast between what we see in the world. You know, we see fear. We see grasping at straws. We see people... Um, I don't watch a whole lot of news, but the other night um, we had heard that somebody was going to be on the news that Mike wanted to watch. So we turned it on and I was like almost shocked at what I was hearing. Mm -hmm. And, and it was almost like I could hear the fear in their voices. They were talking normally, but, but I could, I could just see that what they were talking, what they were doing and their reaction was, was out of fear. So, and fear is going to attract the thing that that's feared. Yes. So, they're, they're talking about this pandemic, they're talking about this Delta variant, they're, yeah. and they're talking about, you know, well, this isn't working anymore. You know, we might have to go back to this, and we need to do that. I mean, they've got all of these things that they're grasping at and mm-hmm. wanting to mandate not even knowing that it whether or not it would work right. and you know it's it's a man-made thing and it probably it probably won't work right and and so i just when i saw psalm, psalm 91 i was like oh my goodness that's a place where there is no fear right. there is no dread that's a place where you're safe you're protected where no disease is going to touch you. It's a place where you live a long, happy, satisfied, fulfilled life. It's a place where it's, it's your hiding place. It's where you're hidden in Him, and nobody else can find you. It's where the angels of God surround you. It's, you know, it's a place where you can step on scorpions and, and serpents and you know, if, if you see a, a 10,000 fallen at one side and a 1,000 at the other side, you can know that it's not going to affect you. Right. And when I saw that, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Why would people not be running there? You know, exactly. why wouldn't people be wanting to go there? Why are they grasping at straws here? Why are they listening to these people who, you know, probably, I mean, they're, they mean well. I think they do. But, right. You but know, they um, don't have a clue either. No, they don't. And and it doesn't matter. You know, if you're in that secret place, it doesn't matter how many variants there are. It doesn't matter, you know, uh, it, it just it just doesn't. And and God may lead you to, you know, do some things in the natural. Right. I mean, we lock our doors at night. Yeah. Um Absolutely. it's just common sense. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, if if someone does have it, 
you don't just go stick your face in their face. I right. mean, right. <laughs> but, but um, you use common sense. Exactly. But it, your trust is in the one who is your hiding place. And actually yeah. it's, it's Jesus because yes. um, I think Psalm 91 is a picture of what happens when we are in him. You know, he's, he's the name above all other names. At the name of Jesus, every name must bow in heaven and on earth. That includes any sickness, any right. disease. Mm-hmm. And um, I love this picture. Um, our pastor was talking, I think it was last night, and he, he was talking about the woman with the issue of blood okay. and how she touched the hem of his garment. And um, she humbled herself. She crawled up there. She touched it. But then he... The picture that he showed was that Jesus put his garment, wrapped it around her, and then oh, she wow. was in him. And I wow. thought, that is awesome. That's how we are. You know, when we come yeah. to him and we just reach out and we touch him, then he envelops us. He surrounds us. He he puts his um, robe around us, and that's where we're safe. Nothing can touch us there. And the way... Part of the way to get there is um, we're going to have to not have all these other things, these other at, bad attitudes, bad, you know, the works of the flesh. You know, those right. have to go because we're we're in his holy secret place. So that's I was just going kind of to me. <laughs> I was just going to kind she of got have, to preach um, on here. That's awesome. <laughs> That question go forth is like, okay, if somebody doesn't know how to get into God's secret place, the place with Jesus, what would the recommendation be? or what would That is a perfect question. And I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to break right here, and we're going to come right back, and uh, we're going to dive into that because I think that warrants a deep dive. How do you get into the secret place of the Most High? That's an awesome question. So... Get ready. Next time we talk, we are going to be back with Mike and Kate, and we're going to dive into that. So love you, and we will talk to you again very soon. Thanks so much.